Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. It's behind me, let me get in beast mode If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheat code Kante is who I be to you, it's Mr. Hero Legendary adversary, flows considered lethal I'm a super saiyan, I got dragon balls, I wouldn't lie You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing out Put me on the map, one of gaming's who I'm talking about I'm the rapping master chief Epic to say the least Contain the hero better Etch that in your memory And so the one up gaming for the show I'll contain the hero is really gonna show David here, What Up Gaming, episode 358 of the What Up Gaming podcast. It's just me on me on this week. Gonna have a quick run through. I've got a lot of work this week, so I'm working like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all the way up till Saturday morning. So I have to get this recorded, edited, and quickly done with. So check out Joe Dowling's book. Um, just it's the Outrunners. Um, please buy this. Um, download it, stream it, whatever you want to do with it. Uh, looks a cool little book. Please visit our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. And we are sponsored, as always, by Games Inspired Music. And 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play charity. You can buy it from like Amazon, from iTunes. You can buy it, stream it, even on like, um, YouTube. Yeah, that completely blanked out of my head. And Spotify, things like that. The audiobooks on tape.com is the first 100 podcasts that we have you can buy them from audiobooks on tape.com and one pound of each year will go to the child's player no it won't go to diabetes uk because i am diabetic and i think it's just nice to give back when you can so we have given away this um last Turtle Beach uh, Recon 70s headsets, so I'm waiting um, back from the guy to see if they can get pictures and uh, thank yous and all that kind of thing. Uh, we do have an Evercade cartridge to give away, so that's just Interplay Collection 2. And just leave a comment on any of our videos, subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave Evercade for a chance to win that. We have a t-shirt to give away, so again subscribe to the YouTube channel, leave a comment on any video that just says t-shirt 
I think that's about it for this week. I think we've given away all the other bits and bobs. So we'll have a quick little break and come back with the games we've been playing this week. Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Pur Rocket, an iOS space game with cats. And I listen to the One-Off Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash purrocket. Hello Andy, this is Colin. I won't be able to get in tonight. No, 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 no. I'm sweating all big. I'm sweating all big. Hi, David here, back again, One-Off Gaming, episode 358 of the One-Off Gaming Podcast. And these are the things we've been doing this week. Um, so first of all, I would just say that we have got a drive hub for the, I guess, for a racing wheel. Now the drive hub is like a little tiny square box with three sort of ports in. So if you've got a PlayStation racing wheel, you can only use these wheels with either PC or PlayStation. If you have a Xbox wheel, you can use these wheels with Xbox or PC, but you can't use a PS4 wheel on an Xbox or an Xbox wheel on a PS4 or a PS5 or Xbox Series X, whatever. And this little device is about 80 quid, 90 quid, something like that. And it allows you to put, you know, I've got a PS4 wheel and racing seat sort of configuration and I just can't be bothered to pay another two, three, four hundred pound for a nice wheel for the Xbox. So I thought I'd give this a go. So I've bought this, and you put the, you connect the little box to the Xbox. You connect the little box to your control pad to give it the signal, and then you control, you input the the racing wheel into the box, and it configures the wheel to work on the Xbox. So you can use your PlayStation wheel on your Xbox system or your Xbox wheels on your PlayStation systems and it is an amazing feat of engineering. I don't know how they've done it, it's really good. I think that if that if that's the case and they should have just made all these wheels compatible with all the devices, it's just the easier. But yes, it's expensive but it saves you two, three hundred pounds in the long run because you don't have to buy two separate wheels. Um, so yeah, we're loving that. I had a quick full day with it yesterday when mate came around, we had a good go at some racing games, testing it all out. Might need to do an update on the firmware because a couple of the games didn't work, a couple of games did work. Uh, it's just a bit hit and miss. A lot of the big budget games worked fine. It was just that some of the cheaper indie games that didn't really work. So I will also say... Uh, we have an Anbenek um, RG35XX and this is it's, it looks like like a a mini Game Boy you know when you're actually playing with it it looks it does look like a little Game Boy but it's got like four trigger buttons at the back four face buttons start select the menu button and the d-pad and it is so small so tiny it's cute as it's got a USB-C charger, it's got a mini HDMI out so you can put it into the TV. Uh, that side it's got the volume rocker, that side it's got the power button and the reset button and then it's got two micro SD card slots so you can put your ROMs and games and that on there. It, I mean if I go to 
it does PS1, um, Capcom arcade games, Neo Geo, the FB, is it FBA? It's like MAME, it does MAME as well, GBA, NES, SNES, uh, Mega Drive, Game Boy Color, Game Boy, PC Engine, Neo Geo Pocket Color, Game Gear, and the Wonder Swan. So that's what's on there at the moment. I am sure that when you go onto the oh yeah, Game Boy Advance, I was going to say I thought it had Game Boy Advance, but it is so much smaller than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a little bit bigger than what it ended up being, and I do love it. It's like a cute little thing. I was amazed by how small it was. Um, I don't know if I'm going to flash the ROM and put a different ROM on there, like the is it Onion OS or something it's called, I don't know. But I'll, I'll have a quick look into stuff, see how things go, and see if that's what I'm going to be doing with that. So, proper games being played this week. NBL The Show 23, and this one, it's just NBL The Show. It's just baseball, it looks the same, it plays the same, it might have a couple of new characters. Like, people in that you play as because they'll have the new rosters, new squads, all that kind of thing. Might have new kits, new stuff. I guess it's the same as like someone saying to me it's just like FIFA. It's the same game. It's just a little bit updated here and there. And I don't know why. I guess it's not, I'm not American, but everyone like loves these games but I myself thought they were a bit boring and I didn't quite like it. Um, but yeah, it looks good. It plays well, I guess. It looks nice. But I'm not a big baseball fan, so I guess that's the main thing there. Um, I'm going to get the name wrong. I still apologise. Next game Inku Illinati. It's like an ink drawing strategy game platform-ish, you have to position your people on the platform and you can like fire and fight and do things. It was a nice little game but again it I got bored of it really fast. I think the graphical style of it kept me going a little bit longer than normal but it was just a little bit too simple and whimsical for myself. The next game you might think of the similar sort of attitude, 2D and Top D. Now this is a puzzle platform game with two separate styles of game. One is a 2D platformer and the other one is a top-down 3D platformer sort of-ish. And you have to play the game and you have to go so far on the 2D part of it and then there'll be a bit where there's no nothing to jump on. Then you have to switch the button to go into the 3D sort of version, top-down view. And go into and get the position going that you can get the 2d one back and jump on the the bits you've just set up it's a bloody good little game i enjoyed it graphically it's nothing anything amazing but it does the job amazingly well it looks nice smooth clear you understand what you're doing uh, I, I love the mechanics the puzzle platforming bits are really good the puzzles are nice the platform is really good really tight and I think in these sort of games you just need that platformer section to be so good, like the Mario sort of games, you know, the Super Mario games. Um, next game we played was Star Wars Episode 1 Racer, and this one is the Star Wars Racer game that came out on the Dreamcast in the N64 I think it was, and I 
still think it's probably the best Star Wars Episode 1 game that they've released in that time frame. This is like the HD redo-ish that they've released on the Xbox and the PS4 sort of thing a few years ago. And it still plays nice, it still looks nice, it's very clean, very minimal, but the speed's there and it just is nice. It's a nice little game. I'd recommend it as a Star Wars-y sort of game. It probably is one of the better ones. The next game that I played is Agent Intercept. Now this one is a, I guess you'd say it probably started off as a mobile sort of game. Very simple, not quite top down view but like an isometric style with a car that you can move up and down the road and you have to try and ram things, shoot things, dodge things and it looks nice, it plays nice and then it keeps cutting these stories which is like a really bad punny baby version of a James Bond sort of movie where the guy who creates all the technology like does a runner and ends up going to the bad guys and all this kind of stuff it was a fun stupid game and I enjoyed my time with it next game Killer Frequency now this game is supposed to be like a VR game but I played it on the Xbox Series X so there's no VR headset for that so it's just a 3D first person sort of game but it's you start off in the uh, radio sort of like booth and you're playing records, playing cassettes, playing jingles listening to the person next to you telling you what to do next and then like, you, you take calls and then there's a call saying that it's a police officer and there's a murder and there's people getting killed and you are there trying to guide people around and help people and then you can kind of once you do a few minutes the doors unlock and you can go out and do bits and bobs outside the stuff it's a really gripping little story it's a fun little game I can imagine in VR it could be a really really immersive sort of game and I like this sort of game it's not over the top dramatic it's just keeps you interested keeps you going I, I just enjoyed it so much and it's got really cool 80s music what more do you need and the last game that we played this week is filthy animals heist filthy animals heist simulator and this is it's like Oh god, how do you explain it? The old Grand Theft Auto sort of games, top-down view, but it's like full 3D, but it's got the physics of like the Octodad sort of thing, so like your little characters are bouncing all over and falling all over, you got to pick things up, move things around, try and um, get into safes and stuff without <laughs> getting the alarms going in. It's a stupid, fun little game, and it's I think it's like a four or five player game, so if you have got a lot of friends, get your headsets on, get into this game, it's a fun stupid game and I really enjoyed what I played of it, it's a good little game and I'd recommend it. So that's what we've been playing this week, again we have the Boosteroid series, I think this week it's the Sonic Mania game we played and we have the normal weekly stuff, so on a Monday it's the UK Top 40, uh, on a Tuesday it's Boosteroid, on a Wednesday it's Witch's Best. On a Thursday we have the retro game, on Friday we have the podcast which is what we're doing now, on Saturday we have the games we played this week, and on a Sunday we have the weekly news. So that is what we've been doing, so it's me David, One of Gaming, episode 358, thank you for watching so far, we'll have a quick break and back with this week's news.
Hey, well, my name's uh, Chris Wilkins. I'm responsible for producing the History of Ocean book, which came out at the end of last year. And I'm one of the organisers on our revival event, which is taking place on the 9th and 10th of August at Dunstall Park in Wolverhampton. And I listen to One Up Gaming podcast. And it's still me, Dave. This is One Up Gaming, episode 358 of the One Up Gaming podcast. And we're going to go straight into this week's news. And uh, I'm just going to quickly go through some of the stuff that we've had this week. Oh, my neck, that cracked. That was nice. So we will just... What am I doing? I don't know. Right, here we go. So we will just go straight into... It looks so Jennifer Garner will reportedly return as Elektra in Deadpool 3. So in a massive surprise casting, Jennifer Garner is apparently returning as Elektra for Deadpool 3. Garner first played the famous assassin all the way back in 20, 20, uh, 2005's Elektra, which was a bad movie. Well, the movie both flopped at the box office and was torn apart by critics. Garner's performance was generally praised. Was it? I thought it was bad. It marks reunion for Garner with Deadpool 3 star Ryan Reynolds and director Sean Levy, who all previously worked together on Netflix's The Adam Project. Oh, was she in that? Deadpool 3 is currently in the thick of production as returning star Stefan Capisix uh, confirmed in mere and as onset photos had started to circulate online, although many productions have halted amid the ongoing writer strike, Marvel Studios moving forward with Deadpool 3, whose script was complete before work stoppage was called in May. Uh, Deadpool 3's uh, 3rd of May 2024. Production, however, would likely be impacted if SAG AFTRA calls for a strike. The Guild representing Hollywood's actors recently delayed its deadline with studios until blah 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 blah. Uh, yeah, so what do you guys think? Uh, are you interested in the Deadpool movie? Uh, are you looking forward to the Deadpooly things? Because I liked Deadpool, and I guess we'll just have to wait and see what new things happen with all this. Um, so we'll go to the next bit of news, and that is the first look at Wolverine and Deadpool in Deadpool 3. So Ryan Reynolds has released his first look at Wolverine and Deadpool in Deadpool 3. So that is the photo there. And as you can see, Deadpool looks very Deadpool, and Wolverine looks very cool in his yellow and blue sort of outfit. Um... So, yeah, I mean, it looks as though fans have waited more than two decades to see him in the yellow and yellow suit and mask. And it looks as though they will finally get to see that on um, this movie coming. So, what do you guys think? Are you excited for that? Um, are you actually really looking forward to the Deadpool movie with these little tidbits of information that Ryan Reynolds has sprinkling down um, to see how things are going um, so we'll go to the next bit of news and that is 
Kit Harrington says he was never meant to be in Marvel's Blade. Um, so basically, at the superhero comic con in San Antonio, Harrington confirms his character has been lined up to take the sword and become the Black Knight. Uh, he was saying, the honest answer is, I think that's the intention with the character. However, I also he also confirmed that he won't be Marvel's upcoming Blade, despite signs that he would be. But that's like a lot of these things are, and a lot of them say they're not doing this and not doing that, but they end up being in things. Um, uh, God, I don't know. Was, was it just me? Was Eternals an absolute garbage fest of a movie? I thought it was really bad. Um, but anyway, we'll skip all that because I weren't a big fan. So we'll go to the next bit of news, and that is. James Gunn promises Doom Patrol Season 4 Part 2 will be released. James Gunn has confirmed Doom Patrol's final episodes are on the way, even though Season 4 Part 2 does not have a release date yet. Some fans have expressed concerns over the fate of Doom Patrol amid past cancellations of high-profile DC projects and the mass exodus of content from Max. However, Gunn has promised the show's remaining episodes have not been shelved and will be available to stream at some point in the future. He was saying, Doom Patrol's episodes are absolutely not being shelved, even though the premiere date for the next shows haven't, hasn't yet been announced to the public. Uh, it's, but like I say, they were cutting like Batgirl. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I loved Doom Patrol season one, and season two was good. Season three I wasn't a big fan of. Um, so I might actually watch this season four and see how... It kind of, because this is probably going to be the end of it, I'd have a guess. Um, but yeah, we will go into the next bit of news, and that is more gaming. And Street Fighter 6 sales hit 2 million, and Rashid gameplay revealed. So, Street Fighter 6 has sold over 2 million units in just over a month. Uh, got off to a strong start with over a million sold over launch weekend. Uh, total sales for Street Fighter franchise now tops over 50 million. Capcom said single player features such as the World Tour Story Mode and the new modern control type were designed to appeal to a broad range of players and have contributed to Street Fighter 6's success. IGN gave the game a 9 out of 10. I think we gave it a 9 out of 10 as well. Street Fighter 6 is the most feature rich uh, Street Fighter has ever been at launch, but even beyond that, its roster of agent characters is excellent. The new mechanics revitalise the one-on-one fighting formula and it's absolutely nails all the little things that make for a stellar fighting game. So, yeah. What do you guys think? Um, I mean, I think Street Fighter 6 is an amazing game. I do love that single-player sort of game that they've got. Um, the World Tour sort of mode, which is amazing. Um, so, next up. EA returns to MMA with UFC 5. EA has announced a return to mixed martial arts video games with UFC 5 in a bare bones tweet that promises more information in September. Coming soon with the logo. Yay. Um, so yeah, it's it's not really got much information there as it, it hasn't got much. It is funny how um, 
the UFC games are getting like three, getting four, yeah, every kind of couple of years. What's happened to the fight night games? You know, the fight night games were quite fun. And I think it got to fight night, was it fight night champion? I think, was that the last one that they did? And it's just sad. They, they could have like one every year, couldn't they really? So next up, it looks as though EA have announced the Black Panther game from the same... Uh, f uh, from some of the developers behind Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. Uh, it is confirmed the heavily rumoured Black Panther game in is in development at Cliffhanger Games with some of the people behind. <laughs> Bless me. Um, yeah. We don't need to know more of that, do we? It's... I was going to say Street Fighter, but it's not. It's... Oh, I just sneezed. I might have muted that out. I don't know. Um... But yeah, right, let's have a look. That's the next one. So, yeah, I don't know. Is it, are they just milking all these Marvel stuff before they go pop? Because a lot of the movies recently have been pretty bad as well. Anyway, we'll move on. So, it's official. Sega America has unionised. Irvine and Burbank offices vote overwhelmingly to unionise. Unionise under... Communications Workers of America. Uh, more than 200 workers working out of the company's offices in Irvine and Burbank voted today to unionize, uh, which is represented by the Communications Workers of America. Elections took place on July 10th with 91 voting yes and 26 voting no. There were also 19 challenged ballots and three void ballots. It encompass, encompassed Workers in departments including brand marketing, games as a service, localization, marketing, product development, sales, quality assurance, and others. Sega of America workers announced the union back in April with demands including higher base pay, improved benefits, and clear opportunities for creative advancement. Um, we won. Yeah, so during. This will be the start of a lot more unionizations in games, or is it just one of those like freaky ones that just came out of nothing? Uh, I guess we'll see in a few months' time, see what happens moving forward. Uh, got another bit of news now, and that is Old Sonic. Uh, so Sonic co-creator Yuji Naka is given a suspended prison sentence for insider trading. Yuji Naka, co-creator of the Sonic the Hedgehog series and former boss of Sonic Team at Sega, was given a suspended prison sentence. 57-year-old Naka was found guilty of violating Japan's financial instruments and of an exchange act for insider trading in connection with the development of a game for publisher Square Enix. Following the trial held at the Tokyo District Court, uh, Judge uh, Madoka... Hiruta issued a two and a half year prison sentence suspended for four years, as well as two fines of approximately $14,000 and $1.1 million. Oof, second one's quite good. Uh, it was arrested in November for suspected insider trading relating to an investment made um, working at Square Enix. He allegedly bought 10,000 shares in developer aiming at the value of around 20000 ahead of the announcement of the Dragon Quest tact mobile game in partnership with Square Enix. 
Insider trading is the buying and selling of stocks with confidential and non-public information, usually with the intention to make money, and it is illegal in Japan. So, yeah. So at least he got away with not going to prison. That's the main thing, I guess. Um, and the last bit of news that we have here is... <clears throat> get the recorder, get the... <clears throat> so... The internet has a lot of opinions about Brad Pitt's Formula One movie. Um, well, the car. In, um, so basically, he's gearing up to head out onto the racetrack to start filming between practice sessions at Silverstone during the British Grand Prix this weekend. Pitt is set to star alongside uh, Damson Idris, don't know who that is, in the upcoming Formula One feature from Top Gun Maverick director Joseph Kaczynski. In the movie, Pitt plays former F1 driver Sonny Hayes, who returns to racing in a bid to mentor a young racer to victory for the fictional Apex GP team. Even at this early stage, it looks like his car has already gone for a spin, as the official F1 Twitter page dropped the image of Pitt's new wheels. So, it's, I'll just keep on the picture. So, basically, it's like a golden black. It looks very much like the Haas racing car from a couple of years ago. Um, but the a lot of the memes at the minute are saying it looks just like a uh, Duracell battery, you know, black with the gold. But yeah, what do you guys think? Are you excited? Are you interested in this movie? Let us know in the comments. So we're gonna have a quick break, and we'll come back with the top forty. So see you in two minutes. Well, five seconds. I don't know. It's quite quick, isn't it? Hi, this is David from Code Child. And I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. And yeah, still me, David. Still One Up Gaming. Still episode five hundred and no, it's not. It's episode three hundred and fifty-eight. I really don't know what I'm doing half the time. Um, so we don't have the top forty games. So. Number 40, Pokemon Legends, Arceus. Number 39, Smash, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. 38, Splatoon 3. 37, Lego Harry Potter Collection. 36, Dead Island 2. 35, Red Dead Redemption 2. 34, Minecraft Legends. 33, Just Dance 2023 Edition. 32 is Crash Team Rumble. 31 is Crash Bandicoot Ensign Trilogy. 30 is Resident Evil 4, 29 The Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild, 28 is Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, 27 Pokemon Scarlet, 26 Street Fighter 6, 25 Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser's Fury, 24 is Mario Party Superstars, 23 is Master Detective Archives Red Raincorn, never heard of that one ever. 22 is New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. 21 is Super Mario Odyssey. Number 20 is Pokemon Violet. Number 19 is Nintendo Switch Sports. Number 18, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number 17, Saints Row. 16, Forspoken. 15, Minecraft. 14, Grand Theft Auto 5. 13, F123. 12, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. 11, Diablo 4. Number 10 is Sonic Origins Plus. Number 9 is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. 
Number 8 is Hogwarts Legacy. Number 7 is Story of Seasons A Wonderful Life. Number 6 is FIFA 23. Number 5 is Marika 8 Deluxe. Number 4, God of War Ragnarok. Number 3, AEW Fight Forever. Number 2 is Final Fantasy 16. And at number 1 is The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And that's thanks to Game Press and the GFK Entertainment Software Charts, all formats. So thank you for them. And that leaves us with this week's show. So thank you all for watching. And we'll go straight into. Please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Um, please go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash OUG. You can buy all these stuff you've seen, apart from a couple, of, uh, apart from this hat. Um, but obviously, everything else you've seen me wearing basically today, you can buy. Just go to our store on the YouTube sort of page. Or we've got like an Etsy store. You, I think some links on the videos. So Game Spare Music is out now, you can buy that and 20% of each sale goes to Charles Play Charity. Audiobooksontape.com, our first 100 podcasts, uh, it's £9 and £1 will go to the Diabetes UK Charity. Uh, we have Amazon links on the website, so please click on them to save yourself money. Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, you just search 1UP Gaming. On YouTube, again, 1UP Gaming, and you can find us there, subscribe, tweet, um, share bell like all that kind of good stuff watch us on twitch which is twitch.tv slash OUG official and if you want to tweet us it's at OUG official and if you want to email us anything it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk and please if you're watching this subscribe to us if you're listening uh, follow us subscribe us on iTunes and give five stars positive feedback it really helps with people when they're searching for podcasts and things so it's been episode 358 of the One Up Game podcast of me, David. Thank you. Goodbye. <sighs> Conte. Can't take my power.
take my, you can't take my, you can't take my power. Surrounded me, it's ready for whatever season I left some saying how he disappeared in front of me The rest of them were laying, only playing games of hide and seek And lyrically I'm spraying hater rake Cause they keep bugging me, keep running, hiding, ducking out Cause musically I'm bugging now Can't take my power, will too strong, I will devour Every obstacle they throw at me, get stronger by the hour no, it tastes a little sour as you watch me walk in victory. Cause you can't take my, you can't take my power.